Hello. Hello, Daisy. Um, welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. And I'm joined again uh, by the wonderful Annie. Uh, welcome. Hi. Thank yeah, you. I'm not going to attempt to do an applause last time because <laughs> uh, I can't actually find it yet. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yep. She's available for parties and, and, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Who, me or the crowd? No, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about um, uh, death and afterlife. Um, yeah, yeah, death and the afterlife is basically, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot going around in society about what happens. Uh, I think there's that whole big thing about no one ever wants to talk about death. Um, but the other side is what happens when we do die? Um, so what, what's your belief with the whole after death thing? I believe in reincarnation. Yeah. Um, and we were actually having this chat yesterday about how what you were reincarnated as depends on the quality of your your soul, if you're a good person or if you're a bad person. <laughs> well, I've got no... Um, <laughs> imagine what I'm going to come back as. Holy crap. Probably like, the dung beetle you were oh. talking about yesterday. <laughs> All I could picture was this little beetle pushing this poo into a big ball. I'm thinking that's all that's all your job is, is to do that. Yeah. Um, hmm, there you go. So you're, yeah, you're, you're th- yeah. So you were saying about depending on how you are in life will depend on what you come back as. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so if you're like, if you're a really good person, you'll come back as, you know, say – a very well looked after dog who doesn't doesn't have to do anything. That's why I'm being a good person. Yeah, so I can be a yeah. dog when I come back. Yeah. Um. Or you might be like royalty. You know. Yeah. But I don't think that if if you're a if you're a bad person, you're not going to get rewarded by coming back as something nice. You're going to yeah. come back as a dumb beetle. So there's a lot of cultures out there that believe in the whole afterlife and reincarnation. Oh, excuse me. I totally. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was just like you with your, um, you know, video. <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, like lunch was coming back up. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of culture, a lot of cultures out there that believe in afterlife or reincarnation. And you would have seen, um, if you've been on our TikTok, uh, one, we did a picture of a cremation. Uh, what it looked like at the end of a cremation. Now, that we were given um, permission for that. So, uh, if you do go and have a look at it, you're thinking, oh well, how, you know, you might think maybe disrespectful, but it's not. It's part of their part of their culture, and everyone gets the opportunity to have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why um, cultures are like that is quite similar to what you just said about, um, you know how they are once the bones are cremated or once that body is cremated, the way that those bones sit will indicate to them if they're going to be an animal, if they're going to be a human, if they're going to be, I don't know, something else. That's, as, a, as a Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I didn't know that. The only, the only thing is with our modern uh, crematoriums and, or cremators that we have here is very different to what they have over in... Uh, 
India and Sri Lanka when, you know, the cremation happens down on the water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like bring all your family down and then they do this big ritual down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once the cremation has happened, they're able to then get a top shot down on, on their loved one and then that will give a better indication. Whereas that one that was coming from a back angle, mm. um, which was very hard for their uh, priest to then indicate to the family exactly what the mum was going to come back like. Um, but, you know, it, it's a brilliant photo. I don't think you'll probably ever see um, that again unless, you know, someone... Because, you know, you're, that, that crematorium operator was exposing... Um, himself to about you know a thousand degrees, so that's that's you know for him to be able to take the photo at no cost to anyone um, was absolutely brilliant. So mm. so you weren't aware you weren't aware that that that's no no, no I had no I had no idea that that was the purpose of having the um having the photo of the yeah so it wasn't just like here's mum da da it was more. Yeah, that th- there was a, a religious reason to that as well, or their mm. cultural reason why they did that. Mm. Um, and I think uh, I'm just trying to think now of because I did see the family after um, to deliver her ashes back, and they did say something about uh, I think it was something to do with animal. Mm. Um, not quite sure what animal it is. I've tried to look at the photo multiple times. Um, I don't know what type of animal that that would be, but, um, but yeah, go and do yourself a, a you know go and have a look. Go and have a look on TikTok, Brembo family funerals. It is very interesting. It's not something that you that you see every day, and it's oh, not no, something that you no. probably ever see again, to be honest. So, um, so I mean, death. You know, we we see death on different levels because a lot of a lot of death or how we view death is like. You know Miami CSI, like yeah. And there's always this detective chick that's mm-hmm. wearing white because you know you go to a go to a crime scene and you wear white, yeah, mm. totally white. And um, you got photographers everywhere, mm-hmm. and you got choppers flying over, and you got everything's roped off. Um, death is sort of uh, yeah, it's looked at very different. Or even their mortuary, like when they go back to the morgue. I can guarantee it that none of the morgues would look like that. Mm-mm. You know, like just, yeah, everything's staged and... Mm-hmm. Um, Romanticised. Yeah. So when people think of, you know, what our mortuary's like, they just think, oh, you have bodies that are in drawers. And it's like, I mean, I like that look. That mm-hmm. looks quite good. But on the practical side, not so good. Because uh, there's other equipment that go that has to be involved for that. Um, and how are you meant to get them down if you don't have a lifting machine? No, that's right. <laughs> Just balance over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> like way. a sack of potatoes. <laughs> um, and yeah, you yeah, it's it's perceived as like oh, you know, the person's looking so good. You know, their mouth is closed, their eyes are closed, everything looks brilliant. They've got this crisp white sheet. No, no purge or anything over no, it. It's just no. everything's just beautiful. It's like, oh, is it's this your loved one? It's like, yes, it is. It's like, very clean. Know. Yeah, clinical. I think is mm. probably the the best to to um, answer 
to answer that as well. So death has been given, yeah, that more – what did you say before? The death – about Yeah. Um, you know, so people, when something happens in our world, they think, well, that's not the way that I've seen it to mm-hmm. be. Um, and you've sort of got to re- – you've got to sort of educate people too. Um, I find even with different cultures, this is how we do it in India. This is mm-hmm. how we do it in Sri Lanka. Like we get to light the the cremation. Mm-hmm. Well, over here you can't because it's already running. This closest what I can give families is the thumbs up to the crematorium operator to open the door and let it happen, you know. Um Whereas, you know, they're there and they get to, yeah, get to light the stack. Mm. Could you do that? Could Like if your loved one was on the stack, could you like get a... I think that if you had asked me before I started working mm. in funerals, I would have said no. But I think that... And I was having this conversa- conversation with my, with my, um, my grandma last night. There are so many things that I couldn't have done or mm. couldn't have even fathomed, yeah. like doing my own family's prep work or, you know, stuff like that, which now it's like a – it's going to sound absolutely horrible. I could set my mum on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't I want don't, to, but I, don't, yeah, I reckon I, I could be the one to do it. I know. I, I guess unless you're in that situation, it would be so hard to – pinpoint exactly how you want to do it but i don't i don't know i don't know if i could um but i think yeah i mean culturally and traditions are so so different over there compared to us here i think some of the things that we do over here can be quite dull and boring Mm. um like still beautiful but just yeah like go in piece of music say a few words about jono yeah Lower, walk out, that's it, done. See you later. Mm-hmm. Go to the pub, have something to eat, get pissed yeah. and then move on. Whereas, you know, there's some cultures that go for a week like mm-hmm. or uh, what did the Queen have? Was that like she 40 like days of mourning or yeah, something? Yeah, something you know? like that. And they can't wear, it has to be black. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know. Um, yeah. Where did that whole black thing come from? I've, I have got no idea. Because, I mean, we were talking uh, uh, in one of the other um, episodes we did about... The arsenic fails. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that was white pretty much. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, black. I wonder where the black came from. Mm. Um, sure. We must we must put that down on our list of <laughs> yeah. things. To you think we'd, we would be prepared for that, talking about that today? But anyway, yeah. that was my head going... To that, um, so you were saying before about um, you like to maybe come back as a nice dog or something. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. like to come back specifically as my dog Your because dog? she's the most <laughs> spoiled brat. Yeah, I want to be a spoiled brat. Yeah. Um, what do you believe in? Do you believe in reincarnation? Do you believe? We oh, I I believe. I I reckon I've lived before. Mm. Definitely. Um, you know, I don't know if I could go and go through school again. No, <laughs> like, absolutely not. It's like, uh, yeah. When you really think of life, 
or how we class life as, it's there's a lot of work involved. Yeah. In the whole, like, and then you get to a certain level and you go, well, half of that stuff that I've just been taught has no connection to the real world mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then so we're brought on this earth to you're born, you do school, you do jobs, you work hard, you eat, you sleep, you go back to work, you do the same thing. You know, some of us marry, some of us have kids, some of us, you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then, you know, when you're whatever age, then you go. Like, what? what is our purpose? I'd either want to come back as a dog or as a trophy wife. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that would be great. <laughs> but the thing is that if you did the trophy wife, then you'd have to do schooling again. Because you'd have to start, like, you, you don't come back as, here's a... 20-something-year-old girl, lady, woman. Well, I, I don't – there might be ones out there but then you'd have to do all of that. I just think that – and I hear it a lot. People are like, oh, reincarnation is a bit far-fetched. I don't understand how it can be far-fetched because mm. souls, it's – you know, souls are a thing. Yeah. And they need a vessel to operate and to survive and blah, blah, blah. So if you've got, you know, all these little things zapping around, at some point they're going to insert themselves into a vessel. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's a parasite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We are the parasites. We are the parasites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're like hermit crabs. Yeah. We're just in skin shells. Yeah. (laughs) If you could just see what she's currently (laughs) doing, you'd actually be creeped. That's just like, yeah. Um, like your sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In the corner of your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um, death. Death is something, and I mean that's the whole reason why we we do we do these episodes is let's chat about death. Mm-hmm. Death is given so it's a it's a very taboo subject. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't want to talk about it. But why can't death be celebrated like birth? You stopped me there. Speechless. Oh, my God. You're like, (laughs) Can we write that down? What date and time is it? (laughs) Yeah. She finally stopped talking. Um, Like why – like we celebrate, you know, nine months of these people going through this pregnancy and like, oh, what it's going to be and then Wah! that's my impression of someone giving birth a mm-hmm. little bit more traumatic than that yep um and then you celebrate birth but when someone has lived 90 years mm-hmm. has fought in the war has has had a successful job has raised a beautiful family has had money yet had all of that mm-hmm. like where where does why can't that person's life be celebrated yeah. fully? Why why do we celebrate why do we celebrate a new life but not a lived life? Yeah. And you would have heard, well I think you would have heard um certain families sort of saying dad didn't want a funeral, didn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. You know. Um and what was be chucked in a cardboard box. That's right. Turn. Just you know, like well, this poor bloke has, or woman, has lived for that period of time. They deserve, even if it's an hour, they deserve people to come together, in my opinion, 
Now, for those that just want uh, a direct cremation, that's fine too. It's, not, it's really, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's if you do a direct cremation and you don't want your body to be at your funeral, I totally get that, mm -hmm. right? But then it's the storytelling because the day that people stop talking about that person, their memory fades. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you start, well, you don't get to hear their voice in your head anymore. You know, um, or people that don't like getting their photos taken, you know. Like get your photos taken, take your really silly photos, whatever, because they're the ones that are going to be at your funeral. Like That's exactly Because right. everyone does that. If you're not in photos, well, then your funeral is going to be bloody boring, mm -hmm. to be honest. I had a I had a memorial service um, about a year ago, which And you're still here. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> amazing. You've been reincarnated. Back into a funeral been, director's assistant. Yep, been reincarnated back yeah. into myself. Um, but so this this woman, it was a more it was a memorial service for this woman, and you know, I'm all for having a memorial service mm. without the deceased present. That's entirely up to you. Yeah. Except for the fact that it was everything was set up on a table. And all of the family and friends were in there having a memorial service and I was sat outside with her ashes in the foyer. They didn't have her in there. Then what's the point? I don't know. So we just watched it on the little TV that they've got at the Cirrus Chapel. I was like, oh, look, they're talking about you. She was there but she was not there. She was there but she was in in the foyer, sat on the little on couch the thing, thing with me. Yep. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean... That's like we have had, I mean, not recently, where people say, oh, I want Dad to be cremated prior to the funeral. And I'll say, okay, reason why? Oh, we just don't want him there. Like we don't want to see his coffin because it was too traumatic. Mm. And I said, well, why can't we have Dad out the back? You know, like so he's here but he's not here. Similar type of thing to the ashes but... Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I still I still find that weird. Mm. Funerals, really, and I, and I'm only I'm only just saying it because of my own experience. I'm only whatever I ever say is always about my own experience. But to physically see a coffin really brings reality mm -hmm. forefront right there in your face. And we always try to encourage families to come in. And spend a little bit of time with a coffin prior to all the doors opening up and allowing everyone else to come in, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, because there'd be nothing worse than opening the doors and going, ta-da, like, um, you know, we're, we're here, like, we're coming in. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, it, coffin, coffin is a, a very big part um, or the body's a very big part. Um, and like I said, it, they're each to their own in what – there's so many different avenues you can go. But to go back to the – that someone should be celebrated is so true because I would find it hard for me to just say to my – because funerals aren't for the dead. Mm. They're for the living. Mm -hmm. So you're you're basically saying I don't want to be there. I don't want to do this. I want to do that. It's like yeah, totally get that. But 
how about your family? Mm-hmm. They want to grieve. They want to play, you know, a silly song or they want to put some photos up on the wall. They want to do do anything, anything that they want to do. I mean, and, and how did how did we get to where, like, with the wake, for example, is person has a funeral, is taken to the crematorium and then we're eating and drinking and while that person is being cremated. And sometimes, depending on where you are, <laughs> we're eating and drinking in a room that backs onto the crematorium. That's right, <laughs> yeah. I always remember as a kid, um, and this was in Queensland in Australia, and we went, I think it was yeah, Nana's, so my, my dad's mum, and that was probably one of the very first of my own family mm. ones. Um, and went up there and beautiful old little chapel or crematorium. But it looked out to some gum trees and it had like a stained glass window sort of overlooking had a big cross. But you know when you see the rippling of heat? That's what... <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but I tell you what, as a kid, it's like, what the hell is that? The rippling of heat as the service is happening. And so that's where my focus went to. Not the fact that it was this beautiful, um, you know, trees outside Mm. and uh, Nana's rosewood coffin and all of that was there, but all I could see was that. But leading up, we were outside before we went into the chapel and a gas truck turns up to fill the <laughs> to fill the cylinder for the cremation to happen like it's like we got a service at 10 we got a service at 2 can you come in between that like say 12 or 12:30 and 1:30 i'm sorry all my mind is thinking of is oh they were just preheating the oven <laughs> it's just like so Oh my goodness. That's I think that's maybe where some people don't want to do certain things because of experiences that they've had. Um and then my then my grandmother was done in the same the same chapel, mm. but I don't remember the rippling of the heat. I think it was like I was older, but mm. more focused on the coffin. I didn't want to look outside. I'd already been uh, traumatized from that. Um but yeah. <laughs> It's mm. like I don't I don't really remember the service. I don't remember um which is sad. But that's that's how things are, isn't it, really? Um Yeah, afterlife stuff, there's gotta be something. Surely. Although we were chatting yesterday. You know how I was telling you about my my fear? I have this fear that when we die, we literally just got transported to darkness and it's just pitch black and it is silent and it is eternal. Like there's nothing. There's, you know what I mean? Like mm. that's, I'm terrified of that. Yeah. I hope I'm not right there. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like. Well, we, we won't know because you won't talk to us. No, if you're there, yeah, and you're you, going. Remember that conversation we were having. But, but you I will, will know. I will be 
and then back and forth in a corner, going absolutely insane. Yeah, that's that. It's a scary thought. Um, but I, I believe there's got to be something. There's got to be. Surely. There's got to be this beautiful spot. I don't know what it is, but beautiful spot. And there's probably people on here saying about religion. That's fine. Totally get that. I believe that there is a garden. There is a, a spot that is free from worries and pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's all energy. Anything you were saying yesterday, everything is matter. Um, so there's got to be. There's got to mm-hmm. be existence out there. Um, and depending on who your guardians, I guess, and who you deal with in life, you're probably thinking, oh, Chris is smoking a few too many cones <laughs> or something. He's talking about guardians now. But the, you know, I'm, I'm a spiritual person, not a religious person. And I'm not saying that, I think we were talking about this yesterday too, about, um, you know, faith and things like that. I think over society you get taught certain things as kids and then as you get older you start to make your own mind up, you start to look at the world and think, well, if there was, then how how's this or why is that? Um, but there's got to be a place. Now that place could be full of all the gods around the world mm-hmm. and, yeah, it's just like they're all all banked into the same house, you know, they're all... Uh, house sharing. <laughs> oh, did you hear about Buddha? Buddha's, Buddha <laughs> went out on the tank last night. He was he was smashed when he got home. Hercules it was terrible. didn't wash the dishes again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's just, you know, we need to have a house meeting about this. Well, absolutely. This is do. unacceptable. <laughs> I um, used to think, so I was, as we spoke about yesterday, I was a very, very religious child growing mm, up and yeah. then I Moved to a Catholic school and went, oh, no thanks. It's very different, isn't it? Uh, so different, so different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please <laughs> but I was, share your sins I with was Father <laughs> Bremba. <laughs> I don't have a lot. <laughs> um, but I was very religious and I was told that heaven is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So I thought that when I died, I was going to the, the dreamland from Sharkboy and Lava Girl, <laughs> where it's like the ice cream mountain <laughs> and the hot chocolate river. Right. That's where I thought I was going. Yeah. And honestly, I'm still hoping that's where I end up. Yeah. Floating on a well, big cookie. You know, just big endless amount of food, drink, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be very different. Big, big pile of prawns, because I bet you anything in oh. the afterlife, I'm not allergic. Yeah. Prawns. And you know what? Even if I am, can't kill Doesn't me. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it reminds me of a uh, Rowan Atkinson um, skit that he did on Toby the Devil. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Look up on YouTube Toby the Devil by Rowan Atkinson and it's about him coming on stage and pretending that he's the devil and he's got a clipboard and he's saying, you know, um, you know, uh, Jews over here and the the molesters over here and the um, you know all the different cultures and bits and pieces over here and then and then one was for like the lawyers, the lawyers, you're very different, come over here and the and the accountants are over here, but it's a really good skit to sort of give you some indication of, you know, 
there's things that you can laugh and joke about. We don't know anything exists until we're physically there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even with people that have had near-death experiences that come back, um, their stories are quite similar. But, you know, it's that belief of until we physically see it, but unfortunately, we can't sort of run home and go, guess what? Guess what I just saw? You know, the white mm-hmm. light. And then I realised it was the um, the Vic, Vic line coming through. The and metro train. It was Joe Blog <laughs> with his high beams on. He was, he was hunting rabbits. Oh. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – there's got to be. There's got to be something. Because there's a lot of people that have been treated so badly in life or have been thrown everything and they've got through it. But there's got to be a, uh, a reward at the end mm-hmm. of that, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and why, like we were saying before about birth, why do you reckon death isn't something that people tend to celebrate too much? Because Ooh, another pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'm trying to word this in a way that's not gonna get me cancelled, to be right. honest with okay. you. <laughs> but I think that I think that grieving and you know what, I, I say this as I'm guilty of doing it. It's um and it's not a bad thing, but it is a selfish thing. You grieve because you grieve not because this person's died, but you grieve because you don't have them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're is that it? <laughs> pretty much when when you're when a baby is born, woohoo, party, got a new yeah. friend. But when somebody dies, you're never gonna get to see them again. No. You're never gonna speak to them again. Who knows what they're doing? Eating a bucket of prawns in heaven probably. Yeah. But you know, it's very but I think, but I think people don't realize that you can still communicate with them after they're gone. That's true, and I say self, selfish is not a bad mm. thing. Selfish, oh no, no, definitely not. You have to be selfish. Now people will be saying, "Well, how do I know that?" Or how do people know that you can talk to them afterwards? Well, I'm just assuming that the feelings that I get when we have people in our care center um, is going to be very different um, to, you know, I don't know. Feelings are different. Mm-hmm. But I guess the fear, the feeling of um, having having certain things and equipment that we have will prove that, like asking questions, and if things go off, and having mm-hmm. multiple pieces of equipment or visual displays, it sort of, you know, can I prove it one hundred percent? Well, probably not, because it's it's technology, it's mm-hmm. equipment, but. Um, I think if you if you've been mixing with the right people, or when you go over to the the other side, or when you jump the fence, that it's yeah, there's people there that can help you to communicate to a certain level, and then once you've done your thing, then it's time for you to eat your prawns mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and eat as much pizza as you want. You know, don't feel as though that you're going to get barley belly. If you're walking around the garden and, you know, like all of that stuff's gone. Like it's just – well, that's my my thing of it. Anyway. Yeah. I think that being said, um, 
don't anybody go start playing with Ouija boards. <laughs> you don't know who oh, you're no, no, attracting no, no, there. No, 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 no. They are bad news. Um, uh, and, you know, I guess as kids everyone used to go, oh, I'm going to get a Ouija board in and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit in a dark room and we're all going to light candles and it's all good and, you know. But uh, I'll tell you now, don't. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Even if you're thinking about it, you, you're probably you're probably thinking, oh, oh, is that why I've had all these issues in my life? Because you're opening a can can of whoop ass. Mm-hmm. Basically, you are just unless you know how to open and close it, don't attempt it. No, absolutely not. I've got one at home that I never opened. Ever. I I have one at home, but my one at home I got with. Um Camera to set of steak knives. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Um, with an odd body Furby, which are like ah. you cut they cut Furby faces off. You know, like the little animatronic toys from like Yeah. Yeah. They cut Furby faces off and then they stick them onto different soft toys. So I've ah. got a I've got a, a unicorn one, which is pretty cool. Um oh sorry, Pegasus is a Pegasus. Um but I got I got this little mini probably five centimetres by three centimetres, tiny little Ouija board and a little thing. And I was like, this is cool. I don't want to use it. So I super glued the little palette thing. I just super glued it to it. And I was like, nothing is moving that. Could. Don't say that. I have it displayed on my bookshelf. It's on display. It's on my bookshelf. You have this thing on display. Do you? Really? It's just it's just on my bookshelf. It's yeah. glue tacked to my to my Nintendo Switch oh, holder that, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like it's not you know what I mean? It's stuck yeah. if it's So as a kid you didn't No. No none of your girlfriends just no. go, oh, we're gonna get out. Yeah. I yep, and the whole bloody Mary thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. My grandma is a ghost whisperer. Yeah. And so she taught me from a pretty young age, hey, maybe don't mess around with this kind of stuff. No, so I never did. No. But my my school friends, I will never forget year 12 retreat. Um, one of the, not my not my room, but a few girls in my grade, they performed a seance in the hotel room. And I was like, oh, that's not a very good idea. They said some things, but I don't know. I think they might have just been... You know, but you think about it, and we were talking about it on, on the service we did the other day in one of these chapels. Like all of these crematorium chapels and churches we go to have residue, mm-hmm. right? None of that gets cleaned Mm-mm. at all. Not the way that it should be. No. It doesn't get cleansed. No. So you're walking in there and it might be a beautiful chapel but then all of a sudden you feel sick, you get a headache, you go, oh, my God, I just need a drink of water. No, 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 no. You're getting affected by other things now, mm-hmm. especially if the person that's been in there before has been a bit of a, you know, he might have done some terrible things or she might have done some terrible things, um, or just that whole mix of, you know, that soul does not want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, look, people have tried to say to me, well, I don't think that exists. Fair enough, that's your call. I know that what I've seen and the amount of money I've invested in equipment, it's working. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so hotels and, you know, they've got things laying in there. could be that um, 
yeah, there could have been a breakup in there and, you know, all these, all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. And and then we were talking about mirrors the other day too, yeah, you know. You don't, like, know what, you don't know what mirrors have experienced. No, mm. no. That, that's, you know, you just, it's like you want to be a fly on the wall but then you don't. Mm-hmm. I have I have been trying to take note of how I feel when I walk past certain mirrors or look at certain mirrors in my house. And the bathrooms are fine. I feel <laughs> very normal in the bathrooms. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... So I don't think that I don't think that you know they were trying to keep anything in there. No, and your and your your homes are fairly new homes, it so is. Um, it is. it's unlikely that the previous tenants and owners have done anything untoward, except well, for hope, except for the, <laughs> the marks on the walls, like uh, said locks. But um, yeah, yeah, no, very very different, very different times. Um, but yeah, death, death, and afterlife. Uh, yeah, there's a purpose to it, and we're going to talk about it because it's it's not something that we're looking forward to. But everyone's going to go through that process, no matter what way we look at it. I'm actually almost a little bit excited um, to see what happens. I think that I've spent so long, so long in my life thinking about it, thinking about, oh, you know, what if. What if this happens? What if that happens? Oh, I wonder, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm looking forward to finding out, you know. What's on the other side? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That being said, I'm not going to force myself to get there. <laughs> um, no, no. no. <laughs> just like to clear that up. No. But I'm looking forward to. So you're going to go You're going to go across there and, and it's like, oh, <laughs> Queen Annie has arrived. Oh, I'm so yes. excited. Oh. I'm, I'm not excited to die. But and there's your cow. <laughs> I give you a cow. <laughs> I'm excited to just find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think if you enjoy life and you do what you do and you class each day as though it's your last, then you got no regrets. No. Um, you know, we're on this, yeah, we're on this earth for a purpose. And whatever that purpose is to each of you will be very different. Mm-hmm. Um I think at the end of the day, you just have to make sure that you're a good person or not even, you don't even have, I guess, by doing good things for no, like, other reason. What's it called? Well, see, it used to be. No, ulterior motive. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Doing good things. Starts (laughs) with. I nearly said ultimatum. (laughs) Doing good things with no ulterior motive other than just doing good well my my thing used to be that and when probably when i first got into the industry seeing people that had done some really terrible things Mm. like and we're talking things that have been on media and all that to then go into a place be it place of worship place of reflection whatever you want to call it and then like get cleansed as though that nothing's ever happened so that's when I started thinking, well, how did that come about? Like mm. how can someone go from bad to then good just for the sake because they've passed? Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – I think when it comes to afterlife, there'll be a, there'll be a spot for those people mm-hmm. um, and some people would call that hell or whatever but i look i don't i don't believe there is such a place as that Uh, maybe i used to i don't know but there's a well 
there's a space. We're all in the same space, but they're behind the barbed wire. They're they're not going to get anywhere near you and whatever. Next to or the flaming dumpster. <laughs> And 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 the catapult. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. like I said yesterday, I I don't believe in heaven and hell. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's a place that good people go and bad people go, but I don't believe in it for the simple fact that um, how come if somebody does terrible things their entire life and at the end of it they apologise, they get sent to, you know, a place where bloody... Nelson Mandela, who's done wonders yeah, that's for everything. Right. Yeah. How come they're in the same place when Nelson yeah. Mandela is a genuinely good person and yeah. George Poe is a kitty fiddler? You know, just because he apologized at the end of it, why is he now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Why is he up there? Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm going to go through my life doing good things and just because I did some things that were sinful by yeah. the Bible standards, you yeah. know? Um, and I didn't apologise for them at the end of my life. How come now I'm down there with murderers? Yeah. doesn't make sense. No. So I don't believe in heaven and hell. Yeah. Because I believe that if God was all good yeah. or all powerful, yeah. then he would, you know, Fix oh, it well, all. you're a good person. doesn't yeah. matter if you don't yeah. believe in me because well, I'm I all think, good and I love you. I think with, with yeah, <laughs> with everything, you know, like even people that are listening, you're probably – you know, either agreeing or you might be going, well, that's not right, but everyone has their own opinion mm-hmm. and politics, religion and all that type of stuff is tend to be stuff that no one ever wants to talk about. But, you know, when you think of, when you look at life and how how we are and what's happening in our society, you know, you, you often question your own self and your own society. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, how it was as growing up and... Um, you know, having this belief and no matter what I do, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that and then all of a sudden it falls to crap or people die around you and you think, but why? They were such good people mm-hmm. but the people that are doing bad, why aren't they gone? You know, you really start to question a lot of things. So whatever people's beliefs and morals are, they're yours, mm-hmm. totally yours. Um, you know, there's free speech, you can talk about it, you can do whatever, be it if you agree or you don't. It doesn't matter. The thing is, as long as you can live your life the best way mm-hmm. and when you pass away that you're with self, then that's all that matters mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And also in, in you know, free speech and living your life the way that you want to, don't disrespect people because they've got different beliefs to you. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, I mean, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in heaven and hell. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to go and be a prick to somebody who does. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like a difference of opinions should not be. Yeah. No, totally. Totally get it. Totally get it. Um, and, you know, we're not, yeah. Like I guess on this side of our, uh, the, the role that we take, whatever our beliefs and morals are when it comes to a lot of funerals, we have to put aside because mm-hmm. they're not, we're not living that. That's mm-hmm. their thing. And at the end of the day, our our job is to care for people. doesn't matter who they are. doesn't yeah. matter um, their life story. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they believed in. Yeah. We're, we're here to care for them. Definitely. And that's what we do. Yeah, definitely. So, look, I think we've covered quite a bit about the uh, death and afterlife uh, like I said, you know, you're all going to have a different experience of what you believe happens with death. 
why things don't get spoken about. Um, hopefully with our podcasts and things like that, that people are going to learn something. Um, be it if you believe there's an afterlife, you know, it's entirely up to you as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just believe that there's got to be a purpose. Mm-hmm. What's our true belonging? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we're here just to work and die. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even if even if um, you don't learn anything from this particular episode or any episode, if you want to learn stuff, you can learn stuff. If you don't yeah. want to, that's okay. Um, hopefully at least you are walking away um, with a little less stigma around. Oh, that. definitely. Mm. Definitely. Um, I'm just trying to uh, get a – it might be this one. Oh, look, there you go. That's the bell to say. Time to fin- finish up. So we're going to thank you, Annie. Yeah. I don't know what this one is. Oh, they're still clapping you. I know. Yeah. Where are today, finally? There you go. Yeah, they've stopped. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us and thank going you. through some of that. Uh, And thank you to everyone out there that has listened to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. Um, Like I said, there'll be topics today that you may not like or you may like. So, um, yeah, just be good to your fellow person. I think that's the thing I get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, thank you so much and we'll join you again for another episode. Till then, bye-bye. Bye.